0: Greetings, and welcome back to another episode of Teen Titans Wasteland. I'm Hub. I'll be your guide as we continue to explore the wacky and wonderful world of the Teen Titans comics of yesteryear. Anyway, let's get into this shit. Synopsis. I don't know about that one. Teen Titans number 10, August 1967. Written by Bob Haney, drotted by Irv Novik, with inks and cover by Nick Cardi. The Titans are doing a little bit of helicopter maintenance at their secret lair when Robin comes tear-assing around on his new souped-up Bat motorcycle. It seems that Flip Farnum and his teen motorcycle gang, the Wheeler Dealers, have invited Robin to judge their bike race out in the desert ghost town of Wildcat. Robin has a plus three on the guest list, so the teens load the Bat bike onto their chopper and are off to Wildcat. Upon arriving, the Titans are greeted by Flip's Grandpa Al who insists, despite all evidence to the contrary, that beneath the surface of Wildcat is a fortune in bubbling crude. Black gold. Texas tea. Oil. Flip shows up with his gang and tells the teens to ignore the insane ramblings of his grandpa because the other contestants in the race through the desert will arrive soon. And do they ever. A bombastic gang of apparent neo-Nazis called the Bike Buzzards are just pulling into town. Flip points out that the Buzzards are not registered for the race, so the Buzzards' leader, a cigar chopping fireman fireman-hat-wearing thug who refers to himself in the third person as the Scorcher, punches Flip in the face with his brass knuckles. So they decide to waive the Buzzards' registration fees. Sounds fair. The race begins and the Titans follow after the racers, Robin on the Batcycle, Kid Flash on foot, Wonder Girl flying, and Aqualad in a beat-up old jalopy that he borrows from Grandpa Al. The buzzards start cheating almost immediately, running other racers into the rocks and cacti. What's a cactus use. Robin uses a variety of gadgets to keep up with the Scorcher until the Scorcher fires a gun to trigger a landslide burying the boy Wonder alive. Scorcher and the other buzzards team up to run Flip out of the race, but are foiled by the intervention of Wonder Girl. Scorcher apologizes and says he'll take Wonder Girl to where he last saw Robin, but instead he tricks her and throws her down a mineshaft. He then somehow harnesses the power of a desert mirage to make Kid Flash crash into the face of a cliff, and he dumps a truckload of gravel onto Aqualad's car and has his thugs tie the amphibious teen out in the desert to die. Yikes. I'm starting to distrust this scorcher fellow. With the Titans and their rival motorcycle enthusiasts out of the way, the Buzzards embark on an Old West crime spree, robbing the businesses in neighboring towns and using Wildcat as a base of operations slash loot dump. Literally a loot dump, because one of them dumps a bag of cash and jewels into a trough for some reason. They have tied Wildcat's lone resident, Grandpa Al, to the oil derrick he built in the middle of Main Street. Al wonders what his grandson Flip is up to. I'll tell you what Flip is up to, Al. He's up to finding and reviving a half-buried boy wonder, that's what. Robin then helps to find and revives Kid Flash, with the aid of a mirage somehow. And Wonder Girl finds and revives Aqualad with some refreshing cactus juice. The Titans meet up clandestinely in Wildcat, and are wishing aloud for a distraction, when suddenly... Hal's Derek starts pumping oil! Black gold! Etc. The Titans attack and make short work of the Buzzards, one of whom is sporting a swastika armband. The Scorcher attempts to live up to his name and throw a flare at the Titans, but using flares against the Titans never works, just as shitty Beastmaster, and the Scorcher accidentally ignites the oil surrounding him into a ring of flames. He starts begging and crying like a baby until Kid Flash uses his super speed to put out the oil fire in some unspecified way. Maybe he creates a vacuum? Yeah, he probably creates a vacuum or something. The Farnums are delighted with their newfound wealth and are super excited about all the Hondas they can now lube up. Um, hooray? Alright, and once again joining us is my brother Cory. Hey. Hey yourself, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So, what'd you think? Man, what a dick. Ah, yeah, the, the Scorcher. The,
1: yeah, the Scorcher. Yeah, not, not you. Um, yeah, uh, easy
0: villain to hate. He's very hateable. I gotta say he's almost charming in how blatantly over-the-top hateable he is. I kinda dug him. Has a bad guy.
1: Yep, he has a big earring. He has a big, does he have a big earring? There is one scene in which he has, like, a very large earring. A large dangly earring? No, it's a, a round earring. Like a pirate would wear? Waller. Oh, than a pirate earring, but you like could... a poor pirate would wear. Sure. <laughs> Do you know why pirates had earrings? To distract parrots? No, I don't know why. <laughs> no,
0: it's not to distract parrots, but that's a very good guess. Because it's very unpleasant to to drown at sea and <laughs> as opposed to in a chlorinated pool. Or sure, a hot tub. Yeah, okay, it's un- drowning is very unpleasant. The reason that they would often wear gold and things is the idea would be that it would pay for their burial when their bodies were washed up ashore. They would have always a certain amount of money on them that mm-hmm. would theoretically pay for their body to be buried. I don't know if pirates would do other people that justice mm-hmm. of you find somebody washed up and they've got some money on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they would be like, Well, I better use this to bury the guy. Mm -hmm. Or if they'd be like, hey, free money, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Honor among pirates. Yes, I think there was little of that. Mm. But that was the idea behind why so many of them would wear jewelry. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, now you
1: know. Uh, That said, I think he's not a pirate. And I felt like in some sense that he was supposed to be
0: kind of a beatniks or bad sort
1: of character.
0: I think there's that idea where Howie was with, with how he was written, but I think the biker gang in general came across to me as neo-Nazis. Oh, they had all those the They had a ton helmets. of iron, iron crosses, they had the, the helmets, mm-hmm. and I want to get back to the Scorcher's helmet, because yeah, he what, wears a fireman hat. Yeah, what's up with that? It looks goofy, man. I have a theory about that. Okay, so not only are they wearing a ton of iron crosses, which mm-hmm. always struck me weird that that was the symbol for the company Independent, the skateboard company. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, oh, because what says independence more than a German military decoration? Well, it was a that was like a rounded Iron Cross.
1: Okay, it just had a different look and feel to it. It
0: didn't to me. That was to me. It always just looked
1: like an Iron Cross. There was a this thing in Thrasher magazine where for a while they had a a cooking column. Yeah. And- what? <laughs> Yeah, weird, right? Maybe an overstatement to say a cooking column. There was like a recipe that they would offer. Okay. And and one of them was how to make the independent iron cross out of a piece of bologna. Okay. Where you, you just basically cut it in four places evenly and, and fry it and it shrinks to, to make the little independent logo. Okay. To me, that
0: bologna would still have... <laughs> German <laughs> nationalist connotation. <laughs> to, no. Oh, um, so they, have, they all have the Iron Crosses on, and then there's <laughs> one scene where one of the buzzards is getting punched out, and he has a swastika on an armband, because I think Irv Novik just likes to draw people as Nazis. Mm. That's, oh, that's right. This is the
1: same guy that drew the anti- The vigilantes. The vigilantes. Yeah. Could be. Well,
0: they're they're easy to hate. They certainly are. So my theory about the Scorcher's helmet mm. He wears a fireman's hat. Mm -hmm. Number one. And it does have a number one on it. Now, my thinking is he saw one and had a number one on it. And he's like, oh, I'm number one. Mm -hmm. He's very confident. And he's very confident and really weaselly, which is what I kind of like about him. I think he also just doesn't know what a fireman is. I think he heard the word fireman and is like, oh, I like fire. I'm mm. the scorcher. Mm. Fireman, that's me. Mm. Or possibly he only knew fireman from the context of Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. Were they the burner, the book of burning? Would, guys? Yeah. That's my theory about the scorcher's hat. <laughs> Either way, he's a dick. Oh, total
1: dick. Either a stupid dick or a didn't understand Ray Bradbury dick. <laughs>
0: I think he did perhaps understand Ray Bradbury. Oh, and he just identified with the bad guys. Well, I mean, the main character was a fireman in this who had a change of heart. Ah, so you think that he has a heart of gold somewhere? I don't think he has a heart of gold. He's a dick. Prickly exterior. He never read any Ray Bradbury. (laughs) Yeah, I think not. Okay, I think he just doesn't know what a fireman is. Agreed. There is also, uh, so as the Titans, uh, the, the issue opens, the Titans are doing some maintenance on their helicopter, which is nice. I got the impression that Wonder Girl was just painting a pink stripe on it. (laughs) Well, she was getting out some paint, but uh, there was a pile of wrenches that Aqualad and Kid Flash each had a wrench in one hand. Oh. So I think they were just doing general helicopter maintenance. Okay, that's right. Boys get wrenches. Girls Girls get get paint. paint. Yeah. Yeah. But they also did reincorporate some consistency in their secret hideout in that it does, again, open behind a giant billboard for the Batman TV show. Mm-hmm. which was kind of a nice touch. Although I did feel a little bit bad for
1: um, that elderly couple, um, Henry and Martha, who... Oh, that Robin just fucking runs off the road he and terrorizes? He basically cuts them off, and there's a panel in which he's like, no, no, it's fine. Like He's like waving his arm behind them, like, yeah. don't worry about me. I'm just going to drive my motorcycle off the road. And these poor people are so concerned. They're like, oh, that poor
0: young man, he was going too fast, and yeah. now he's vanished. Are we going crazy? Hmm. They might be. And more importantly, Robin's being kind of a dick. Yeah. He also, I bet they all got invited to that rally, and he and he just phrased it as, I got invited and I can bring three people. Mm-hmm. It's a dick move, Robin. Mm-hmm. Also a dick move when he first shows up. First he meets Flip's grandpa. Right, Al. And Al goes on about how there's there's oil in them Hills. I and remember. then I know what you're talking about. And then Flip shows up and is like, oh grandpa's going off about his crazy tales. And Robin's like, yeah, he sure was. You're embarrassed by him, aren't you? Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa. And and Flips just like, yeah, I guess I am. That's a good point. But Robin's big on confrontation style psychiatry mm-hmm. or, or psychotherapy because mm-hmm. he he did something like that when they were when they were dealing with the Olympics with uh, Davey Absolutely. dealing with his dad. He tried to use some psychiatry tricks to.
1: He's like, you're sad because your father's a dick.
0: Yeah, something like that. He was overly confrontational about his Mm -hmm. psychiatric theories. Yeah. Now, where are these glasses? Yeah, because it's the perfect disguise. (laughs) Do you know what a scramble
1: is as opposed to a race? Uh, From the context, I could only gather
0: that it was a race possibly in the desert. Okay, I don't think it has to be in the desert. I think a scramble is just like... Kind of like a Grand Prix style race where it's just like through whatever obstacles are around. You get from point A to point B, however you can.
1: Okay. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I'm very confused as to what a scramble is, but they made a lot of references to it. Yes. Yeah. It was a race. The other motorcycle term that gets thrown around a lot is uh, hot dogs. Hmm. They call their bikes hot dogs a lot. Was that a thing? I've never heard of that as being a thing. Okay. Then it's agreed it wasn't
1: a thing. (laughs) Probably not. Because we hang around so many motorcyclers, cyclists, cyclists. That is true. So much of it really focuses on what a total jerk, the scorcher, the scorcher is. is. And, you know, I was basically waiting at some point for Bob Haney to explain like why he's being this way. Like there's some crime he's setting up, but it, it just got to the point where it's like, nope. There's no... He's just a dick. Okay, he was, I think, setting up a crime. It's a weird plan. And they explain it later, but by that point, I had already been, like, lulled into a sense of comfort.
0: Well, and they let him get away with it. That's the real real reason he's being a dick so much. So he shows up at this scramble to which he was not invited. Mm -hmm. His gang was not invited. Mm -hmm. Flip is like, well, you guys aren't really registered in the race. Mm -hmm. And so he gets spiked brass knuckles, punches Flip in the face, and mm-hmm. basically says, there's my registration. And then drives off, and then... And then Flip basically says, like, well, I guess that's his registration. Like,
1: hurry up, we need to I catch guess... up with him because he's riding his motorcycle off, and, and we, it's a race now. No, that wasn't the start. They, they hadn't started the race yet at that point. Oh. I, I misunderstood. I had it in my head that, like, the way that it happened, like, this guy. No, was that just...
0: wasn't the start of the race. This, the race started soon after that. Okay. But it's he punches them in the face, and then everybody's just like, well, well, probably make trouble if we don't let him in the race. So we'll let. It's like, dude, he already made trouble. He punched you in the face with brass knuckles. Mm-hmm. They didn't want him to ruin the scramble. That right. was
1: it. Right. Oh, okay.
0: At that point, he shows up, he assaults them
1: mm-hmm.
0: with a weapon.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Why don't they just fight him then? They kind of brought this upon themselves when they when they acquiesced to a bully's demands, and are just like, "Well, just humor him." That's a good point because all the titans were there. Yeah, and they—they're just... all there. They could totally take them. It's the group that does take out the buzzards at the end. I know, I know. And what the fuck are they waiting? They for? They didn't really even. They're... They're... No, they're just like, "Well, he punched
1: you in the face." Yeah, uh, you know. Well, let's see how Flip handles it. You know, if he asks for our help, then maybe we'll fight. But he seems okay, so.
0: He got punched in the face with brass knuckles, with spikes on them.
1: Yeah, maybe it hit him in the helmet. Maybe, but that's fucked up either way. It is. Man, you can hurt your hand hitting the helmet. You remember
0: when we used to do that? Yeah. Me and Corey used to play a game, I guess, Uh, where I had a couple of motorcycle helmets because I owned a scooter, and we would sometimes, maybe after we'd had a few, (laughs) put on gloves and punch each other in the (laughs) head. Like thick gloves, not boxing gloves. No, no, but thick. You know, good winter gloves. (laughs) Good winter gloves. (laughs) That was a fun game. Don't play that game, people. It's it's not a good idea. You'll hurt your hands. You'll hurt your hands and you'll hurt your brother's head. Yeah, it's (laughs) actually pretty amazing how... You could feel shit through a helmet. Yeah. You can get literally knocked over. Yeah. and we were wearing the reverse of brass knuckles. Yeah. Soft. <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> me back to my original point, the Scorcher's a dick. He is such a dick. Ugh. And they should have just fought him then. Yep, but, you know, no comic. Yeah, Towards I guess. a very, very It would be a much comic. shorter comic, yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably would find something else to do later that day. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess the Scorcher's plan is he's going to kill all of the bikers that are in the town, and then use the town as his base of operations to loot all the surrounding towns, because then it'll be completely empty, mm-hmm. with the exception of the old man who is doing the oil. Mm-hmm. What he could have alternately done mm. is just show up the week before. The town is abandoned, completely oh, abandoned, oh, oh, oh. at yeah. every time until this motorcycle scramble. You're really... So why not show up at any time other than during the motorcycle scramble, and then do it. You're going to ruin it with all that thinking. Uh, I, I just want the Scorcher's plans to work better. And he can do it without hurting so many people. Which maybe is the point. I am thinking as though he were some kind of criminal mastermind. And in fact, he's just a dick. And maybe he's more of an opportunist. He's like, oh, there's a bike rally. I'll show up there. And then he's kind of improvising more. But I, I didn't care for it. The one thing I did like that the Scorcher said at one point is... So Robin is shadowing the Scorcher and his gang to make sure that nobody cheats. And they are totally cheating, and he's just like, well, I'll watch this, and I'll try to keep up with him. Mm -hmm. Bad job, Robin. Mm -hmm. At one point, the Scorcher has deployed some kind of a trap to try to fuck up Robin, probably chase him into a cactus or off a cliff or something. Those Mm -hmm. seem to be the main things he likes to do. Mm -hmm. And he says, he calls him the, like, dynamic duo over two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think he's making a fraction joke. Two over two is one, because so there's only one guy. Yeah. That seems way out of the Scorcher's wheelhouse, but I kind of love it if that's what he's doing, and I can't figure out what the hell else he would be doing. He's making a numerator-denominator joke. Mmm, could it be? That's kind of rad.
1: Mmm. Dynamic duo. Batman is nowhere. Around. Yeah. I don't have any other possible explanation. Maybe something about the two wheels of a motorcycle, but
0: that doesn't make any sense. Nope. He's making a fraction joke. Does Hmm. it make you like him a little better? No. Okay. I
1: hate fractions. (laughs) I hate jerks.
0: (laughs) I like that he makes a fraction joke. That's me. If that's what he's doing. I don't know what the fuck else he would be doing. Just talking nonsense, man. Yeah. There's a lot of nonsense being talked. The Titans revert again to... There are several points where they do old-timey talk again.
1: Yeah, I wrote that down as well. Like in that opening panel um aqualad and kid flash kind of have a back and forth with old timey
0: english yeah where they talk a uh, rideth on his steed yeah talking about uh, yeah. robin showing up i think that's just kind of a fun thing that the titans like to do with each other Just mm. like hey let's talk old timey talk mm-hmm. speaking of weird things that the titans say mm. you mentioned that a couple of times in this wonder girl exclaims hola or holla or holla <laughs> yeah what is that well, I tried to look it up, and all I could come up with is that Ola or Hala, don't have a pronunciation guide, mm. is an Amazonian greeting, which leads me to believe that they are cro- they're crossing their wires as to which Amazon they are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're back to the Juan Valdez's joint. Yeah, where Juan Valdez lives. Quick-a-doo, quick <laughs> No. Quexicotal? No, man. What? Zokatan. Zokatan. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, That was bothering me. Yeah, I I think we are. I think, I don't think this is a Haney thing. I think this is a pan-DC comic problem. And I may be way off about this. Let me know if I am. All I could do is I looked up, or I tried to look up Wonder Woman saying, Ola or Hala, and it said, oh, it's an Amazonian greeting. And I know that it's something that Wonder Woman said, and I know that it's something that Wonder Girl said. I think they mixed up which Amazons they were talking about. Mm. And I think they're just like, Amazon, that's in South America. They talk Spanish there. Mm. Hola! <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that comes up a few times: mm. Mirages. Yeah. Oh, man. The first time that happens,
1: I'm, y- you know, I'm often a fan of uh, Kid Flash. Kid Flash and, sure. and his efforts to make things right. Yeah and i was just really puzzled by like he you know he's i'm chasing these bad guys i'm running really fast oh no there's a wall i'm going to run into it and knock myself out
0: yeah i liked that it addressed the fact that he did not have time to vibrate his molecules before he noticed that it was a wall and he just ran into the wall that would if you're going as fast as he was and you hit a wall you're fucked yeah but um who I think runs he's got accelerated walls? healing type stuff though because he, there was a mirage of the people
1: that were in front of him. They don't explain that until the next panel, though. Right. So what it looks like to the humble reader
0: is, is boy hero runs into a wall really yeah.
1: fast and knocks himself out, which is pretty lame.
0: Yeah. Well, and then later they're able to find him because the same mirage is projecting his image up into the sky. Which is funny because it looks like he's kind
1: of, like, reclining, like, like, like <laughs> with one elbow up, laying down, mm-hmm. kind of looking. Out just die napping. Yeah, just like, hey. Did you think maybe
0: he was dead for a second? Not was he was an angel looking down on them? No, because I knew that it was the mirage. same mirage okay. place. Here's the thing. Desert heat mirages don't work that way. Mm. They make it look like there's a reflection and that it might be water. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be a low-forming image. One that would be projected into the sky would be a mirage that you would find in Arctic weather. It's called a superior mirage, and that would be what you would see, like, in the sky. And it was not us icy Arctic climate in that desert. So, bad job. Wow. For the first time ever, Teen Titans, you got your <laughs> science wrong.
1: <laughs> oh, zing. Well, thank you for fact-checking. No problem. I do what I can.
0: the DC Universe. I do what I can. That was a superior bit of science. <laughs> oh. Another thing that I liked in this, the fight scene at the end, when they finally do corner all of the buzzards. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a really good fight scene, and everybody gets a chance to shine. Mm-hmm. Even Aqualad. Oh, yeah. No, Aqualad has one of the awesomest things, where he, he does a sluice punch. He's come, comes down this sluice. Sluice? Sluice. Sluice? Let's call it a sluice. Not a sluice? A flume. Okay, he comes down a flume that they have in the town, which I think is a fuck-up. Again, I think that would be something you'd use in gold mining. And this is an oil ghost town, not a gold mining ghost town. But I think they're just like, oh, it's a desert town. They probably have this stuff around. Yeah. Granted, everything I know about gold mining I got from, like, two montage scenes in Treasure of the Sierra Madres. Mm. But it's a good movie. and taught me a lot about gold mining. Mm. Deadwood. Did you watch Deadwood? I did watch Deadwood. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a sluice in that, too. Mm-hmm. I'm probably saying it wrong. Sluice. I'm sorry. Sluice? You yeah. sure? That doesn't sound right.
1: That's how I've always heard it. Okay. And my memory. Fair
0: <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, there's an awesome scene where he just dives down that and then uses, like, the water to punch the guy in the face, and it's awesome. It's like a big trough with water in it that goes down steeply at an angle. Yes. <laughs>
1: Just in case you don't know <laughs> what slu- a is. he rides and slu- slu- swims
0: slu- that down and then punches buzzards in the face. Mm-hmm. And it looks awesome. It does. Another scene that happens in that fight scene, there's two. Wonder Girl does this thing where she lassos, like, four motorcycles and swings them around and hits the buzzards with them. And it's cool as hell. It is. And Robin rides two motorcycles at once, standing on each one. Mm-hmm. Not really sure why he's doing that he is and it looks cool that does and then he does some punches whenever he does something cool i'm put off by his outfit because he (laughs) looks kind of goofy like the short shorts and the little like i like the goofy outlet yeah i think (laughs) i think it highlights how weird all this shit is and when he does something cool wearing it i think it i like it a lot more Mm. fair enough who lights
1: flares a, who lights flares as a weapon other than Shitty Beastmaster? The shitty Beastmaster <laughs> and
0: and the Scorcher. And, that's well, him. when you're surrounded in oil, that's combustible, right? Well, this this goes back to maybe, fraction joke aside, him being dumb and not knowing what a fireman is. <laughs> I, I I think his idea was that there's all this oil everywhere, so when I throw this flare, it'll light them on fire and, and they'll it's... be fucked and I can make my getaway. Yeah. But it does totally backfire on him. He gets surrounded mm-hmm. by flames. Mm-hmm. And starts crying like a baby. Ugh. Although still talking about himself in the third person, which I kind of appreciate. And saying, like, I'm the greatest.
1: Please save me, oh God. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it? it's rad. And the Flash somehow puts out all of the flames with his super speed. It doesn't specify how he does it. I My suspicion is that he makes a vacuum, which takes all the air away from the flames, and then it goes out. But it doesn't say anything except for he uses his super speed to put out the flames. I think the science in this issue is... It has... Maybe not as good as it could have been. It's not as good as its usual. Stellar levels of science. Superior levels. One superior say. levels of science. Okay, so there, there are a couple other fun things that happen in this. One of them is a favorite trope of mine, mm. slash least favorite trope of mine. I can't decide which way I'm leaning on it. But it happens in comic books, in, in just adventure fiction a lot, where the hero will be, I think this is probably a trap, but... Okay, I'll go along with it because I don't have any choice. Mm. Wonder Girl does that. Uh, And it's one of those that always kind of drives me nuts, but then it happens so much that I start to kind of enjoy it. Where she's like, the Scorcher's totally lying. This isn't the right way to lead me to Robin, but I got to go along with it anyway. Why? Why? Why don't you just interrogate him a little further? And, I mean, you, you've got a lasso, possibly a lasso of truth. I don't know if hers works the same way Wonder Woman's does. I think she would have used it if it had. I would have hoped she would have, but I, I think don't... she
1: was put off, perhaps, by how turned on the oh, scorcher seemed by... By getting beat up by her? Well, and there's also the scene where it's, it's drawn in kind of a racy way. In oh, where, where it's just, like, her leg yeah. and the... Bottom of her shorts. Yeah, and uh, and she's like stepping on his chest and
0: he's like and He's super into it and is totally <laughs> hitting on her as he's getting beat up. It's like, oh I like Tough Lady And it's he's like, We yeah. could make such crazy jazz together. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think after that, she was just like, okay, fuck this. Just show me where just, he is. Yeah, just like... And, and I think maybe he did that on purpose. And it, it, as a tactic, it, it, if it works, it works, This I is great. Right. We keep
1: going back and forth between is he stupid or is he maybe not stupid? And I'm thinking, no, he's stupid and he's a creep. Okay. he's You're right. He's probably a
0: stupid creep. I think he Who was maybe like, a really fraction mad. savant. <laughs> <laughs> because he knows... You know, is that two over two is one? Mm. I don't know. I guess that's not that's a, savant. a savant. It really <laughs>
1: work that way, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, he's probably not a fraction savant, but I do like that he made a fraction joke. If indeed that's what he did. I might don't
1: have know been what the fuck f- else it would be. Nonsense. You're going to put nonsense past this guy?
0: So anyway. So speaking of Wonder Girl, was- I like how she rescues Aqualad. I liked that too, a lot. It was a nice scene. He's He's been... He, This poor kid gets put through the ring. Uh, he gets he's forced to drive this jalopy for no apparent reason other than Haney really likes old cars, I think. Like, really old a, cars. a
1: theme. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's got so, some name that I can't remember. He calls it a fliver, But I don't know if that is a, just a slang for an old car, like mm. jalopy. Or some make-of car that they made. Could be. Five could be. or six fliffers. He <laughs> <laughs> It's like Tucker. Yeah. (laughs) He made like 20 flivers. Yeah. And he got one of them. They were too good. Grandpa Al got one.
1: The auto Um, industry just shut him down.
0: He has a really good attitude of being forced to drive this, like, beat up old car, which I think they made him do just as a joke on him. I know it really bothered you when Wonder Girl called him Gillhead At the very beginning, too. It's like... (laughs) Why is everybody I think it's so just meanful? how they tease each other but yeah Aqualad seems to always get a second helping of teasings he does and also like you
1: know Twinkle Toes or like Wonder Chick or whatever like those sound kind of like they're done in a way that I don't think Twinkle Toes is very nice I was going to say because Kid Flash seems totally like unbothered by it like it yeah, seems well, like this endearing Aqualad thing Aqualad doesn't a... sound bothered by and it that's, either. And
0: that's the but ob- it is it does seem logic. more likely to be a term of endearment and it, and it is like also, nobody ever has any for Robin. I feel like somebody made
1: some play on Boy Wonder, but that might have been.
0: No oh, one scorcher. of them calls him. Yeah, no one of the bad guys calls him like Boy Wonderful or something. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> that's, not, yeah. that's not. That's not mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah I don't know why that bothered me. It just seemed unnecessarily. It does seem harsher harsh. than the others. It, it's it's like hey Twinkle Toes, hey Wonder Chick, hey Fuckface. <laughs> yeah, that's how it sounded. <laughs> I think Gilhead is a little bit less harsh than Fuckface, but it doesn't sound nice. It sounds like it might be almost the equivalent of a racial slur against Atlanteans. Yeah. I which mean, is nice nice.
1: Yeah, it's always it's always fish related yeah. things that they're calling him.
0: Yeah. So we find the port guy, basically. Yeah, they what's dump it a gravel now? on top of his car and then beat him up and tie him kind of spread eagled on the hood of mm-hmm. this old jalopy. Mm -hmm. which Al is going to be pissed that that thing gets beat up. Mm -hmm. And Wonder Girl finds him from the air and starts pouring water in his mouth to revive him because he's almost at the end of the hour at Mm -hmm. which he will apparently die Mm -hmm. if he goes without water. Yep. And he's like, oh, this water's great. Where'd you get it? And she's like, oh, a cactus. I'm an Amazonian Girl Scout Mm -hmm. back on Paradise Island. Yeah, they teach us things like that back there. What the fuck kind of ecosystem does Paradise Island has that it's got cactuses in it? cacti i believe she would correct you she corrects say. kid flash when he calls something cactus he's like oh there's a bunch of cactuses and she says i actually wrote this down yeah at the very beginning as they're all racing off Aqualad's bemoaning the fact that he's in this beat this fliver and he has a very nice thing to say he's like well it's not fast but anything this old has to be plumb reliable mm. that's nice he's got a great attitude and then kid flash is like hey we're doing some banter he's like Hey, don't come down on any cactuses, Wonder Chick. And she goes, the plural Twinkle Toes is cacti, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Zing! It kind of shuts him down. It seems kind of out of character and just like, oh, I think Bob Haney just learned that the plural was cacti. And he's like, I won't put that in there. Let's Mm -hmm. put it in Wonder Girl's mouth, which is awesome. I liked how she revived uh, Aqualad using cactus juice. It Mm -hmm. was a nice touch. I Mm -hmm. like that she used to be an Amazonian Girl Scout. Good stuff. Yep. Brings us to... Who was your favorite Titan? You know, it's kind of funny that you mentioned all that stuff,
1: because what I wrote down uh, when I was reading it, that uh, Wonder Girl was my favorite Titan
0: for saving Aqualad with her Girl Scout knowledge. (laughs) I think that's a fair choice. She was in the running for me, too. It was her or Aqualad for me. Mm. In this one, I really like his can-do attitude. I like how much shit he puts up with, and I love the fucking (laughs) sluice punch. It's fucking rad-looking, and... I think he did a good showing for himself. It was nice that he gets that kind of comeback at the end. Mm -hmm. And I really liked seeing him driving the old jalopy and having a good attitude about it. And also, let's keep in mind, this is a
1: fellow that if he doesn't come in contact with water every hour, he dies. And he decides to go into the middle of the desert to help out his buddies. Where one of the kids says that even the dust has dust on it. Like, this is not a watery place no it's not a
0: watery place it is in fact the desert it was very brave of him to go to that unwatery desert it was very brave of him what was your favorite panel my
1: favorite panel in this was it's the one where where wonder
0: girl basically ropes up the scorcher and his his goons yeah yeah no that was that was a nice one and i actually had that under some of my favorite slang and it was in the running for my favorite panel as well and one thing that's interesting about it is
1: most of the panels in these books, or very few of them, aren't kind of, like, done from, a like, a back view. Right. Right? And so it's like you're looking at all these guys that are one, two, three, four bad guys all being flung forcibly off their motorcycles. By a lasso. By her lasso. But each one of them is making a comment as they're being flung forward off Yeah, why don't you read off what they're saying? Okay, so from left to right, bad guys say, Hey, I'm hurting! And then um, the Scorcher himself says, I'm wasting! And the other guy says,
0: I'm flipping! And the last guy says, we're flopped! Yep, I really liked that, and I really liked all the slang. And that was, yeah, that was in in the running for me for best slang. And up there for best panels. It's a really cool-looking panel.
1: Mm.
0: My favorite panel is... It's towards the end. They've got Grandpa Al tied up to the derrick that he put in the middle of Main Street for some goddamn reason. (laughs) I mean, I guess it paid off for him, so you can't be too mad at him. Yep. But you see one of the the Scorchers, one of the Buzzards, Mm. is emptying this giant, like cartoon burglar loot bag that has dollar signs on oh, it. Into the trough. Into this watering trough. For no Just reason. fill in this trough with loot for no reason that they've looted from the the surrounding towns. There's like gems and there's, coins. Oh, there's gems that apparently they got from the ranch down the street. <laughs> or the mining company. Bags of money. Yes, bags of money and gems and cash. And he's just like, whoop, into the trough. And I thought his name was Buzz because I forgot that the gang was called the Buzzards. Uh But he's wearing a t-shirt that says Buzz on it under it. Uh And he's just emptying this loot bag into the trough. And it's just kind of happening in the background. And I really, really liked that. I enjoyed that as well. So that that was up there. And also the Sluice sluice Punch was was up there. But uh, I'm going with the, the loot trough. (laughs) We're going to have to look that up. All right. So what was your favorite slang?
1: Ah, man. I had a tough time with that because um, nothing really jumped out at me. What? Because there was so much. Okay. Of the back and forth. And so, but the the one thing that grabbed me was a word that I had never heard before. And it was in one of the, there's a lot of this sort of breaking the third wall, like uh, narration. Fourth wall. Fourth wall. What's the third wall? Then? Uh, I don't know. Time? Time? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we did that in the Olympics issue. Right. So, yeah, breaking the fourth wall, the Arthurial, Arthurial King Arthur <laughs> right. has intruded. Authorial intrusion. Where uh, they are talking about some of the action that Kid Flash has pulled off on the bad guys. And the word that they use is perregnations peregrinations peregrinations where i'm gonna look that up where
0: was uh, I it towards I, the end
1: yeah it was i didn't write down the page number and and the author says like kid flashes peregrinations um have blah 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 done this oh and that means scooting around to the rest of you so
0: i don't think that's slang i think that's more it's, along it's not
1: slang it's just a, a word that, more, that i never yeah. heard
0: before i think that's <laughs> more like, along <laughs> the lines of the plural is cacti <laughs> yeah anyway
1: i I enjoyed it that they use this big word, and then they like kind of talk to the audience
0: by saying, "Oh, it means scooting around that that amused me as the boy bullet finishes his dazzling peregrinations and then in parentheses, scooting around to you. Well, I'm assuming it's derived from Peregrine, like falcon, which is the fastest animal there is. The way that those go fast are by. Flapping diving, their wings?
1: No, by holding their wings tightly against their body and diving straight down. Hmm. Using gravity.
0: Well, it's yeah. a mystery and there's literally no way to find out the origin of that word. Can't be done. That, that, that stood out. I liked that. I My favorite slang comes from, it's on page five, and it's the scorcher i know you disapprove of I do too.
1: him being full of fleas it (laughs) is and it's once
0: again it's in the previous issue i believe boom boom said words to this effect well he was full of gumdrops well but they're both wild and woolly so the scorcher (laughs) when he first shows up says man i'm wild and woolly and full of fleas you get in my way you'll end on your knees yeah yeah i almost almost that was a that was up there. I I like that a lot. I know it's almost cheating because in the last episode it was also somebody who was wild and woolly and mm-hmm. full of something, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed that. My backup was the I'm hurting, I'm wasting, I'm flipping. We're flopped. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a fun issue. I I liked it a lot. Um, I'm again I'm digging the Irv Novik with the Nick Cardi inks. Mm-hmm. I think it works well. Yeah, Wonder Girl looks good. She doesn't yeah. have that on. The, there's on a the couple line. of scenes where it's like even in. That one where she's got like kind of the hollow cheeks, but it's kind of glossed over a little bit by the way it's inked in. And I think it works pretty well. I don't like the Novik with Cardi inks as much as I do the Cardi with Cardi inks, but is better than no Cardi at all. Mm-hmm. In case you can't tell, I fucking love Nick Cardi. He does a good job. So there's a couple of letters in the letter column that are pretty rad. <laughs> Some kid hates the Beatles. Some kid hates the Beatles. But they had to redact his expletive. There's one letter that says, Dear Editor, why mention those censored The Beatles? I'm just going to read it the way that it probably reads. Why mention those ass-fucking The Beatles in such a (laughs) high-class mag as TT? I agree with Kid Flash. And that says in quotes, We're better than those mop heads. The Teen Titans are the grooviest. And then the editorial reaction to that is, Hmm, I wonder if John Lennon would like to match his group's popularity with the TT, which I think is a reference to I think it was around this time that John Lennon claimed that they were more popular than Jesus. Ah. Uh. Which is a nice little oblique reference to that. So, my favorite letter that's in here though is a <laughs> helicopter nerd. It's a helicopter nerd. And I guess he's in the army. I'm going to read the whole thing. <laughs> so long. Dear <laughs> editor, I take pen in hand to write about TT number 8. First Yes, I do know another gang of teenagers who own their own helicopter. I believe they made reference to, Do you know another group of teens who own their own helicopter? Mm -hmm. They live in Stamford, Connecticut, and they own a Bell 47G5 and a 47J1 Ranger. Now, the Titans own a Sikorsky S-62A chopper with a 1250 HP turbine engine. Where did they get the $309,000 before state and federal taxes, insurance, licensing, etc.? Hey man, that's expensive. The S62A has a cruising speed of only 92 miles per hour and a top speed of 101 knots. Kinda slow, isn't it? If they wanted load capacity and speed, then why didn't they get a tilt wing? If they wanted a chopper type, VTQL, they should have picked up the Bell Jet Ranger, 5 place top speed, 150 cruise speed, 140. Only $89,000 and much better economy. I know this sounds like an ad for Bell, but it isn't. (laughs) Hmm. I guess you've got guts to print this, but I almost didn't have the guts to write it in. Love your mag, keep it coming. Everybody in the barracks reads it. Kind of around Robin, you know? And that's by A3C Barry L. Wolman. Keesler Air Force Base, Mississippi. Flyboy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Indeed. Anything you wanted to add? Nope. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I can't believe we're up to issue 10 already. So that's 13 episodes in the bank. Good Lord. Hope you've been enjoying them. We got a really nice notice from Comic Reflections, which is a great podcast, and I think you guys should probably check that out too. Indeed. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Give it a listen, why not? Sure and thanks and if you have anything nice to say about us hey say it say it all say it anywhere you want but uh if you feel like leaving us a review either on itunes or any place else that takes reviews we would like that because it'd be nice to get some more listeners not that you guys aren't enough for us you're doing a wonderful job and we love you all very very much thank you an almost inappropriate amount almost (laughs) anyway have fun good night bye bye enjoy enjoy They know it.